KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Streaming globally at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The jury is out on whether the Inflation Reduction Act passed by Congress and sent on to President Biden will actually reduce inflation. The bill could lower the cost of certain prescription drugs for the elderly and reduce energy prices. But with inflation raging near its highest level in four decades, the legislation won't directly address some of the main drivers of surging prices, from gas and food to rents and restaurant meals. The nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office concluded that the changes would have a negligible impact on inflation this year and next. Greg Clugston, Washington. The federal jury awarded Republican Roy Moore $8.2 million in damages on Friday after finding a Democratic-aligned super PAC defamed him in a TV ad recounting sexual misconduct allegations during his failed 2017 U.S. Senate bid. This is SRN News. Your local radio stations are here for you. No subscriptions or monthly fees necessary. We're here to give you the news, weather, and traffic you need and the music you love. But if the foreign-owned record labels get their way, it could stop the music. They want Congress to force radio stations to pay them more money simply to play their music. Don't let radio go silent. Text LOCAL to 52886 and tell Congress to protect local radio stations. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Has your heater or air conditioner busted, appliance broken, computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us today. Um, 
we're going to be taking questions to this hour, 651-289-4477, 651-289-4477, the number with questions and comments. Uh, waiting for uh, Chase Larson to join us on the phone here. Um, so let me let me give you sort of a, a, while we're working on that. Let me let me talk about one last thing regarding the last hour about inflation. Here's one thing to think about. I was looking at this chart. It was published by a a company. Where where in our, oh it's over here. Um, and it's called Strategic Economic Decisions. I do not know this company very well at all. But um, they had a – I'm going to give them credit because they had a chart that I just – in their June issue that I thought was just absolutely fascinating. I can't show you this chart on, on radio. But um, here it is. Uh, but here I have it in front of me. Um, looking at not the – not the uh, um, – level of GDP growth or the level of personal consumption growth, but the variation in it, right? Measured, if you remember, if you took a course in statistics, it's the standard deviation um, of that number. Um, and um, and anyway, the, the, the level, the standard deviation so it means simply how much variation from quarter to quarter is there. Uh, 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 excuse me, over over years, um, the uh, so in so take for example the Great Depression. GDP had a standard deviation of eight and a half, right? That's eight and a, eight and a half percent of the annual change. Personal consumption, which probably you and I care about, at five point nine percent. GDP. Let's try uh, in 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 during the war between 1940 and 1949. 9.5 for GDP and for personal consumption, 3.7 percent. Um, and then after, the, and that makes sense. During the war, we have these massive uh, um, uh, uh, dislocations uh, coming in. Um, so then comes uh, then comes the 50s. The good old days, right? The wonderful days. I was actually helping my wife uh, do some music uh, yesterday afternoon, and we were doing 50 songs, uh, and and everyone smiles because everyone thinks the 50s was so fantastic. GDP variability, 3.3. Personal consumption variability, 2.1, right? So much less than it had been in the 30s and 40s. You could understand why they thought, hey, this is better. This is much better, right? And then... And then all that variability goes down till you get to, keeps getting lower and lower, a uh, little bit up in the 70s and, and 80s, but then drops again in the 90s, even in the 2000s with the great financial crisis. It's not above 2%. And then in the last decade, in the 2010s, GDP varied on average by four-tenths of 1% year to year. We're not used to variability there. Personal consumption, six-tenths of percent year to year. We're just not used to variability there. That's why I think everyone's so disconcerted by the, by the, by the places they're in right now. Marshall, do we have Chase on the line yet? No, my friend, we do not. He's uh well, let me we're, have, we're not connecting. To, we're not connecting. I'm going to have to have him try to ring you, okay? That sounds great. I will I will I will send him a message right now. 
You can hear me typing on my on my keyboard here. I can hear you typing. We've got very yeah. good headphones and uh, yeah, and we got we we got. All right, I just sent him the number. Uh, we'll see if we can get him to call you. So so stand by, um, while while we uh, think about some other things that are happening. Uh, while we think about some other things that are happening, while I while we wait for uh, for him to get up here, um, let me. Uh, let me talk about a few other pieces. I haven't talked about the Inflation Reduction Act because I think it's a, it's a bit of a joke. Ha! I heard I heard the phone ring down there. That might be him now. Um, and uh, you know, if I think about the, uh, if if I think about it, it really is, it's a climate bill that they've just decided to call an Inflation Reduction Act. It might do something about the climate. I don't think it's going to do very much. I don't have time enough to really tell you why. But is it going to do anything about inflation? No, the CBO itself scores it as being just basically a zero. That's why I've spent so little time talking about the Inflation Reduction Act, because it's not going to reduce inflation. And frankly, the other stuff, I'm not really sure what I'm not really sure what that does. I might try to I think I'll try to find uh, I haven't talked to uh, our friends over at the Center of the American Experiment for a while yet. And they might send me someone someone maybe a, maybe a good Maybe a good person, uh, a good person uh, like Isaac, will come on and talk to me about that. Did I? Was I correct? In All hearing right. The phone? Yes, yes, you yes. were. And if I push All the right. buttons right, we've got uh, we've got Chase on the I, line here. All right, Chase. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah. Thank I'm you so much well. for your patience. Good morning. Yeah. Good. No good. Problem. I'm glad you could make it to make. I'm glad we could get you get to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> better late than never, right? Uh, so anyway, let's. Uh, Let's uh, start off. Chase is the chief lending officer at the St. Cloud Financial Credit Union. Uh, Chase, you know, I have friends who work in different types of credit unions around. You know many of my friends around town. You work with the same folks that I do. Can you explain just briefly the world of credit unions more generally when one's called a federal credit union versus a financial credit union or something like that? I mean, Chase, I bought my first car through a loan from the credit union that was in a back room here at St. Cloud State back in 1985, okay? I was my reward yeah. for finishing my doctorate, right? And I and, and I didn't know where I could go to get a loan, and they said, oh, yeah, we got a credit union on campus. I'm like, we do? Where's that? And they gave me directions. I ended up in somebody's office in the maintenance area, in, in, not maintenance, but the office supplies area, <laughs> In, in the Administrative Services Building here at, here, here at St. Cloud State. And from that, now we've got, you know, all these credit unions with all these buildings around here. Can you give somebody sort of a like a two-minute primer on what credit unions are and the different forms they come in? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, financial versus federal, right? So um, we used to be St. Cloud Federal Credit Union. And we moved to a state being a state chartered credit union versus federal. Um, and so since we were St. Cloud Financial or S, I'm sorry, St. Cloud Federal SCFCU, uh, to keep that, we just moved it from federal to financial and we went to a state chartered, right? Just for, for ease of use. But credit union is just a uh, member owned. So we're, we're, uh, Anybody who has an account, they get a membership share upon opening an account or establishing a loan. And we're just a member-owned financial cooperative like all other credit unions. Uh, There are no owners. There are no shareholders. And so if the credit union has a good year or a good quarter, 
the profits are either, uh, you know, typically reinvested back to our members in the form of good deposit or good loan rates. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, and that's how I, I understood it. Now, when I went to that first, my first experience with the credit union back in the 80s, uh, and, and I had lived in Los Angeles beforehand, and I went to the went to the behemoth Bank of America, which where you, you, you felt like just somebody they wanted to take money from. Um, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a very good personal experience, Chase. But I had to be a, I had to be employed by St. Cloud State or by some other state university uh, yep. in order to be able to open up something there. Um, how does membership work now? Yeah, so it, it really depends on the credit union's bylaws, right? So our bylaws state, uh, just for an example, in order to be a member of our credit union, you need to live, work, or worship in one of the counties we serve. Uh, it's based on our charter, and so depending on the credit union, depends on uh, how you're eligible for membership, right? So the credit union, you got your loan after finishing your doctorate at, uh, their bylaws must have been specific to uh, higher education. Right. That's right. Exactly. And and so and so you do so you can't just shop around the entire country looking for a credit union that's going to be interested in this or that. So you do have to be part of this. And 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 just uh, just because um, you know you're nice enough to give us your time, we should just say what what uh, what counties is it by counties? Did you say Chase that your state charter is? Um, yeah. So it's it's um, yes, it's by counties and. Uh, you know, locally it'd be, you know, Stearns, Benton, and then we stretch down to the Albertville, Becker area. But yes, it's by county. Okay. So it's eight counties okay. uh, total. So you cover eight counties uh, in central Minnesota? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Good. Um, I wanted to establish that just because, I, you know, but, you know, people tend to think of a credit union as being just the place where you go get, like I did it. I mean, 40 years ago, I went to get a car right. loan. Right. <laughs> That's what you did. Yeah. Now you're in a lot of di- now you're in a lot of different areas that that are kind of they, you know, there's been an expansion of the, of the range of services that credit unions are providing to their members vis-a-vis where they were yeah. before, which is how we get how you end up getting interested in in the crypto world. Absolutely. Yeah. Typically, you know, to your point, typically. Um, credit unions were, were mainly based on consumer-type products, right? Loans and mortgages. Um, same, same with St. Cloud Financial Credit Union. And now today, we can do anything from an auto loan to a mortgage to an SBA loan to a business loan and now working on crypto services. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, so I'm going to actually, we're going we're gonna to get ourselves back on, back on our regular clock here. I'm going to take a break here. We're visiting with Chase Larson. When we come back... I want to talk about the services that are being provided and what it is, why it is that maybe you don't want to just go venture out on your own when you decide to go into the crypto world. You're listening to The King Banyan Show here on The Biz 1440. at the mall in Bloomington or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. 
Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Are you a real estate investor looking to refinance one or more of your properties? Most lenders only work with cookie-cutter W-2 borrowers. At Cash Call Mortgage, we have loans designed specifically for investment properties. We qualify customers based on the cash flow from the investment property. Borrowers can get up to $2.5 million. That's right, $2.5 million. No tax returns or employment verification needed for our investment property loans. And absolutely no lender or broker fees. If you're a real estate investor looking to refinance a mortgage on one or more of your investment properties? Give Cash Call Mortgage a try. To see if you qualify, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call now 800-940-7998. That's 800-940-7998. 800-940-7998. Cash Call Mortgage is a DBA of Impact Mortgage Corp. NMLS ID 128231. Not all applicants will qualify. Equal housing lender. Licensed by California Department of Financial Protection and Innovation. Residential Mortgage Lending Act License Number 4131083. Not licensed in all states including New York. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions or visit CashCallMortgage.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. The Stone Arch Bridge, the St. Paul Skyline, Gooseberry Falls. You can own one of hundreds of iconic Minnesota images captured by award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for half the regular price. You'll get a signed 36-inch print of your choice for your home, office, or to give as a gift. Normally $500, yours for only $250. Only five of these special print offers are available. So call the station at 651-289-4413. That's 651-289-4413. Listen to The King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on The Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on The Biz 1440. Welcome back to King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440. Visiting this hour with uh, Chase Larson, uh, Chief Lending Officer at uh, St. Cloud Financial Credit Union, and a, a um, an expert really on uh, on on all things uh, crypto. And, uh, and Chase, the reason I uh, the reason I started with the credit union questions was was partly to just give people an education of sort of a background of who you are and what in the in the area and the field in which you work, but it's also to let people understand sort of the, the fact that that 40 years ago you know uh the banking the banking world the folks that could do lending and could do um and 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 take deposits was a lot less than it is today credit unions got further into that space and now we see crypto going further into that space uh as well 
Um, I, what I'd like you to describe is why, to me, when people when I say crypto, people immediately think Bitcoin. I you know I have Bitcoin, and then what do I do with Bitcoin? I just speculate in Bitcoin. And to me, it's just so much more than that, really. Uh, could you talk a little bit Absolutely. about uh, about about the universe of crypto and that it's more than just just that Bitcoin piece? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, you know, to your to your point, uh, Bitcoin is is really just has become the household name, right? Um, yeah. To your point, so so much more in the crypto space from decentralized finance to distributed ledger technology. Um, I think we talked the last time you had me on a little bit about um, there's approximately 18,000 uh, cryptocurrency projects or platforms today in the space. Uh, and I think, you know, back no different than the dot-com uh, bubble or, or era, if you will, in that there was a lot of uh, companies and projects uh, during the the rush, if you will, and out of that came uh, the the internet companies we all know and use today. And so, yeah, Bitcoin's just uh, was the first uh, advent, if you will, in crypto back in 2008, 2009, and um, we've really seen an expansion, rapid expansion in the last three years uh, in different projects and. Um, yeah, it's so to your point, it's so much more than just Bitcoin. Yeah, and so a lot of the news that I've been hearing uh, has been not about the currencies, the, the 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 cryptocurrencies themselves. And as we said, right when we talked last time, like eighteen thousand different currencies out there, and it makes sense to me that in that in that universe, you're going to be able to find, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred of them that are just terrible and fail pretty quickly and unfortunately none of them fail quietly because everyone loves a good story of crypto failing right now uh at least to me i i I think i think there's sensationalism uh going on in the reporting on this uh but one of the things that i'm that i was interested in is the increased complexity of that space rather than just a buy and hold thing Right. Crypto is now becoming something in which people are engaged in lending and borrowing, for example. Yep. It sort of turns us to that story about Celsius that I think a lot of people heard and and, yep. and, and three arrow capital, uh, which was apparently a lender to Celsius and also the owner of Celsius. I'm not sure. It, it looked to me like I couldn't tell if they were a lender or or they were actually the equity holder, but <laughs> something strange in their numbers. But uh, yeah. but uh, I, I mean, to me, Celsius and I, I take this from a from a blog post done by Francis Coppola, who which I think I think she's absolutely right about this. It's not managing assets. And so can you distinguish between some place that is managing your assets, which is a service that you might want to hold if you're in crypto and fairly new versus someone that's actually engaged in shadow banking, doing lending and borrowing with that? with those assets. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, to your point, um, uh, asset manager would be a, a wallet, right? Uh, uh, somebody providing a, uh, a place for, for a customer or member to buy and sell and hold their cryptocurrency, kind of like what, uh, you're seeing credit unions and banks such as ourselves, uh, 
work at at doing so that we can be a trusted partner for our members to hold and safely store their crypto. And then you have platforms like Celsius, and there are some others, where um, basically somebody would take and deposit their Bitcoin or Ethereum uh, to hold, and it's an app or an online uh, access, and um, they're going to give you yield or interest. So I think at one point, Celsius was giving nine nine 9.5% uh, yield on your Bitcoin, uh, and you could have it paid out in digital dollars or back in the crypto asset you were holding. And on the back end, they're just doing, they're leveraging it and uh, in, in lending it out at, at high, high frequency, high rate loans. And as right. the cryptocurrency market turned fast, they, they got themselves in a pinch. I mean, frankly, um, and uh, that uh, it started with a, with an email, uh, an email and a notice on their app that said your assets have been frozen for withdrawal, but you can certainly still make deposits. So they were allowing deposits <laughs> in, free, yeah. freezing withdrawals. Um, and then shortly thereafter, the, the, the bankruptcy filing notice came out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You can keep sending us money, but don't expect us to give you any of it back. Indeed. Is this the one I'm trying to remember if the, I might be confusing this story with a different story. But was this the one where they where did Celsius make any representations regarding it deposit insurance on your money? Or is, am I thinking of a different case? I might be thinking of a different case. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't believe there was a, there was any, uh, to my knowledge, any notices on deposit insurance. Okay. Okay. So. So asset an asset manager is just like your wallet, right? But if you're giving your money over to these folks, you're basically in the investing business and you don't have any kinds of guarantees, right? Right. So in there, right, buried in their uh, user agreement that you just check the box and hit submit as you're signing up, uh, it stated that in the event of bankruptcy, your assets are, are actually the assets of Celsius, and uh, it, it, upon opening an account, you were giving Celsius the uh, um, you know head nod or approval to use your your funds to borrow out and leverage. Right. So, so, and I think this is what's important for our listeners to understand. If you you should be aware that any time you send your crypto to somebody else for that business, you are actually a liability, right? If Correct. I think about yep. a basic balance sheet, right, your deposit is a liability, and that's whether you're 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 an asset manager like a, a Coinbase or or we'll talk and we'll talk about BlackRock in the next segment because you you alerted me to this. I I had missed this story, Chase, but yeah, um, I think this is a it's 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 an interesting story. But regardless of where you go, you are actually you are actually on the liability side of their balance sheet. They're, your, your stuff is not an asset to them. It's a liability, and they have to be able to do that. And I think that, and I think this is the important part, at least in the case of Celsius, you were unsecured. You weren't even like a senior creditor. Right. You, were just, you were just in line with everybody else. Absolutely. And, and to your point, um, uh, depositors at, at banks and credit unions are also a liability, but that's where you have uh, insurance, right? Uh, FDIC yep. or NCUA uh, insuring your deposits. Right. And that, so, so maybe take a second to talk about that. If a bank or a credit union 
says we are willing to and i think you indicated that your credit union is looking into this market or are you in there already i don't know i don't know where you guys are yet yeah we're in the we're in the process of uh on the crypto side and and i should clarify i was deposit on on the crypto side it, we are in the process of beta and i would hope to, uh, we look to our membership the first next year uh, okay to this point uh, there is no uh, fdic or ncua backing at this point but i would imagine over time there will be something okay so so when you go out and say we're just going to manage your assets we're just going to so you're just offering we're going to provide you a service you can store your assets yep. with us we you do not have insurance yep. but is is there is there then and maybe you have maybe this is the part you guys are still working on so maybe there isn't there isn't a good answer to this yet and i apologize for even asking it but that's right is there a way in which you can sort of say we're holding it in a trust do you plan to segment that money off from the places where you are yeah. investing it uh, what's your, what do banks typically do in that situation yeah so typically it, related to crypto right and, and we're we're yeah. uh, as an industry were early. Typically, uh, banks and credit unions are just being uh, uh, what you would call a digital vault or just allowing members to store the assets or clients to store the assets. And so uh, at this point, an example for us is if, if you wanted to buy Bitcoin, you would, you would go and buy it on an exchange like Gemini or Coinbase, and then you could deposit mm-hmm. it uh, and, and store it safely with a with a local trusted partner such as us. So we're just a okay. safe wallet uh, uh, provider. So you're it's a digital version of like having a safety deposit box at your credit union, and I put a hundred thousand dollars of cash it. in my in my safety deposit box. You're not lending it out. You're not doing anything. You're just saying I promise to keep the doors locked, and when you come back to get your hundred thousand dollars, it'll be there. You got it. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay. That right. That is that strikes me as being the best metaphor for thinking about what that does, and 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 it's just a difference between you know people say, well, you know, digital assets aren't entirely safe. I said, well, you know what? I watched Ocean's Eleven. Safety deposit boxes aren't exactly safe either. <laughs> so, um, the, you know, at least I, as, as I can recall. Uh, so, so if you want a hundred percent, guess what? There's no such thing. Hey, hey, Chase, thank no. you. We're going to hang on the line. We're going to come back and talk. Let's talk about the BlackRock story coming up next here. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take 
traffic relief factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 612, the bird. Now you can say, I got a guy, when you have an electrical problem or a home project. Early Bird Electric is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280, the Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. Or visit 612thebird.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Mm, Good stuff. Thank you, Marshall, for the music. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you to uh, Chase Larson visiting us for this hour here on The King Banyan Show. We've been talking about crypto. We've been sort of describing the difference between stories. My point is, if you decide to go... If you decide to go to somebody that is a lender, and if you can't tell the difference between someone who's managing your digital asset and someone that wants to lend out your digital assets, you probably need to get a little more education before you participate in this space. Is that Would that be fair, Chase? Am I, am I, am I being too harsh? Yeah. No, no, ab- absolutely. And, and, and as I understand it, I know there are some down in the Twin Cities where, the, where our radio station's at, but I know you have helped uh, some people try to understand what this market is like. Uh, and, Tell me about your audience and who's who's coming to these events and what are the common questions and maybe a, a misconception they have about crypto? Yeah, so I think um, audience, uh, surprisingly, there is no... Um, I think when I set out to start helping individuals 
understand and, and safely get into the space uh, through my consulting company here a few years ago, um, I assumed it would be a younger millennial generation. And what I quickly found is it's, I don't think there's a, there's not a typical crypto investor. It's, it's all age rate, all age ranges and demographics. And so uh, I would say the information uh, the audience is, is wanting is different based on, on who it is or, or demographics, right? Um, yeah. I would say the biggest misconception is the word currency in cryptocurrency because a majority of the, of the cryptocurrencies are not trying to be a currency uh, in, in the terms of how we think of currency like fiat cash or the U.S. dollar. Uh, the word cryptocurrency, it's, it's typically a currency used to facilitate something on the underlying blockchain. Uh, obviously, I would say Bitcoin is the exception there. Uh, there's Bitcoin. I mean, there's a Bitcoin ATM a mile from my house in St. Cloud. And yep. uh, the Bitcoin, Bitcoin community uh, has, I would say it's not their main focus, but one of the focuses is being a medium of exchange, whether that's digitally or not. Um, and the biggest question I oh go ahead. I was going to say I I saw one and it sits next to the machine in which you you exchange uh, coins. Um, where you, where you know yep. if I got a big bucket of coins, maybe I maybe I'm a, a server and I have tips and and I have a lot of coins. You can get your you can get your you can get your coins converted into into Bitcoin. I always yeah. I find that interesting, or or maybe it's Ethereum. I can't remember which, but um, I find that I find that super interesting. Anyway, um, yeah. So the, there are the all. Biggest... Go ahead. Oh, sorry, the, I was just going to say the the biggest thing or the downfall with the crypto or Bitcoin ATMs are it's typically a percentage over the spot price. I think the last time I looked, it was eleven eleven hundred dollars a bitcoin higher than what you could buy it on the market for and so oh. uh, you know you're paying for ease of ease of access yeah yeah I, I mean it's sort of it's sort of like why you never want to change for foreign currency at the airport just before you get on the plane or at the airport right. when you just get off the plane right because that's the worst rate you're going to get um right that, that, right so uh, <laughs> I got funny stories about that, but we don't have time. Hey, look, I want to talk about I want so I want to talk about it. Uh, and by the way, blockchaininvestmentsllc.com, I believe, is your website. Am I? Do I have that right? Uh, we it, it uh, your, the best bet would be the Facebook page, which is Blockchain okay. Investments LLC. Yep. Okay, go to Facebook. Go find that. That's your, that's your that's your good that's your good spot. I'll I'll tweet the Facebook page out to you uh, during during the next break. Uh, we'll send it out on on Twitter for everybody to find. Uh, so let's talk because you brought this up, and I had not paid attention to BlackRock, and I remember thinking to myself, I thought Larry Fink didn't like crypto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to remember yeah. this right, and so I dug around in YouTube and I found the clip. All right, and so I'm going to play this just so people hear this, and I want. I want you then to say how far BlackRock has gone from 2017 Larry Fink to 2022 Larry Fink. Let's go ahead and play the 2017 cut. This is cut number three, Marshall. Related to cryptocurrencies, um, I'm a big believer in the potential 
of what a, a, a cryptocurrency can do. Um, I, I, you see huge opportunities in it. But what we're talking about today, it's, it's really much more of a speculative, uh, you know, people are speculating on it. But most importantly, what I think about most of these cryptocurrencies, it just identifies how much money laundering there is being done in the world, how much people are trying to move currencies from one place to another. So I actually believe... Uh, you, you're seeing the demand for it, but let's be clear. If we created a global, a true global digital currency, I hate the word crypto, a digitized currency, then everybody, had, then every, then you would not have money laundering anymore. You would have everything understood. Everything would be flowing through. Um, so everything would be identified. Like so, hmm. how did he get? How? Yeah, that's what he said back in 2017 on on uh, CNBC. Uh, one morning, uh, and I'm like, how did that guy end up five years later wanting to get deep, get BlackRock deeper into crypto? So first, tell people what what you you're the one that wrote me about BlackRock and 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 what's going on there with their venture into crypto. So what are they doing right now, Chase? Yeah, so um, they they announced here. So BlackRock the. Uh, I think they manage something like 6.7 trillion. Uh, they're the largest mm-hmm. asset manager uh, in the world. They announced last week um, a, uh, a Bitcoin uh, uh, institutional offering or a Bitcoin uh, trust offering for institutional clients last week. So it's Bitcoin at this point. There, there is conversation that it, it might also offer Ethereum. So it's a way that their institutional clients can get access or exposure to Bitcoin. Great. Uh, so, if they're quite managing the, six point shift, isn't it? Isn't it? I mean, it's just yeah. stunning. It's just stunning to me that they're now into this space. So, what do you think happened here? Do you think it's do you think it's driven by his institutional customers who are just saying, "Look, you've got to give us something in which we can participate in this space, so we're taking our business elsewhere," or do you think they have a vision for how they're going to benefit from it? Do you see them getting into the kind of lending practices that have run other companies into trouble? Or, I mean, what do you see them doing here? Yeah, so I, I think it's, um, and I, I don't remember uh, specifically uh, what the blog post said, but basically uh, at a high level, the amount of demand that they have seen or request from their large institutional clients is what initially drove them to go uh, to go down the road of looking into it. Um, and it does sound like their plan over time would be um, to offer lending for their institute, at least uh, is their plan anyway. Uh, they're going to start with the Bitcoin trust and then down the road allow uh, lending against that as well. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, go ahead. I was going to say um, opinion or interpretation. I think, you know, you look like we talked about earlier with Celsius and Three Arrows Capital. Uh, I think BlackRock, one, has the demand from their clients and two, sees an opportunity to offer maybe a uh, um, stronger, more regulated and controlled option for institutional clients given, you know, Celsius. And, and I'm not trying to rip on anyone, but you look at these companies, nobody knew who Celsius was three years ago. They popped up. 
uh, with a lot of hype, and now they're gone. And so I think a company like BlackRock, uh, getting into the space, they they obviously know what they're doing from an investment side, and I think it's just an expand extension of what they've always done to keep up with market demand. Thank you. Uh, 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 we're visiting with Chase Larson from uh, St. Cloud Financial Credit Union, talking about crypto. Uh, coming on, uh, coming on uh, uh, Twitter uh, from us at uh, using the hashtag #PoundKBRS. Don asked this question, Chase. Uh, and I, I mean, this, this, I, I don't think he means to, means this to be rude, but I think he's trying to get at the, the speculative question about, about crypto. Can the guest explain, he writes, how cryptocurrency investing is different from investing in tulip bulbs? I mean, is it just, is, is there a value to, to crypto that's beyond just having an asset that you're hoping goes up in price? Um, I I, uh, I would say there are some crypto projects in the space that are like investing in tulip bulbs. Um, some of them being like your Dogecoin or Shiba Inu, where they're just an internet meme and there is no underlying protocol. Um, but on the flip side, there are plenty of crypto projects, i.e. Bitcoin or Ethereum, that have actual use case, actual underlying technology, um, you have Bitcoin trying to be a, a means of uh, value transfer, and then the mm-hmm. Lightning Network offering payment rails like a credit card network to transfer value, and then people using it to some degree as a digital gold or store of value. But if you look at Ethereum, the, the Ethereum token is used kind of like uh, something um, – QuickBooks, right? QuickBooks used to be you installed the CD, boom, you were good. Now it's a monthly subscription or pay to play. And the Ethereum token is the same way. The token is used to, you can build a smart contract on the network or uh, there's various use cases. And so I would, I would say there are some projects out there that are pump and dump or, or buy and sell. And it's, it's based on, you know, buying pressure and selling pressure and there's nothing underlying, but there are plenty of crypto reputable projects out there in my opinion that do have value and use case okay so you believe then chase that there are i mean one of the questions that i that it's at the fundament of of what i what i what i think about with crypto is what problem is it solving and the best argument i've heard has been these smart contracts right that yep that having contracts that can execute in a moment based on a set of conditions that you've written, and somehow crypto can do that in a way that uh, actual actual fiat currency can't. And, and I still confess I have trouble describing what those smart contracts look like. I'm up against a break. Can you just think about how you might want to answer that? And we're going to answer that question when we come back here. We're visiting with Chase Larson. Uh, He is uh, Chief Lending Officer at St. Cloud Financial Credit Union. Uh, We thank you for the questions you're sending to us over Twitter at Pound KBRS. We'll be right back here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Is 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. 
We tried Dynavite for gut health and immune support, and after a couple of weeks, our little gizmo was acting like a puppy again. His coat was shinier, he had a lot less scratching and shedding, and he seemed like his happy old self. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite and her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Get 10% off your next order of Dynavite nutritional supplements for dogs at Dynavite.com. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-457-9220. 800-457-9220. That's 800-457-9220. We noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly. There were no hidden costs in their quotes and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only did they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business, and just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely, we're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to jtrroofinginc.com. That's jtrroofinginc.com. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. The Biz 1440, visiting with Chase Larson and uh, from St. Cloud Financial Credit Union. And I just tweeted to you his uh, his website uh, at Blockchain Investments LLC. Uh, not his website. I sent you to the Facebook, as he's asked us to do. So uh, go go look at his Facebook page, and uh, then you can connect with him there. Uh, ask questions. I'm sure he'll get back to you about that. So, so Chase, uh, uh, with us here. Chase, I want to talk... I want to get talk about this particular question because because I see two different types of crypto enthusiasts, right? 
there's a group that are yeah. like, you know, lift their heads up from uh, from their Robert Heinlein and say, oh, man, fiat money, it's really awful. I, you know, and, and so here I've got this chance to have private currency and I really want to be in the private world. I don't want I don't want the government controlling my money. I don't want it controlling me and so forth. And then I see this other group of people who are super interesting. I mean, I, I don't mean to disparage the first group because, frankly, I have I have Mises and Hayekian leanings myself. Uh, so I, I, I get where they're coming from, but I also see this group yeah. out there that, that is engaged in trying to figure out how to execute smart contracts using, using crypto. Maybe what you can help me understand better and maybe our audience understand better is, is that value. What is that use value for crypto in the smart contract world? Is there an example that could help us understand what that looks like? Yeah, I think, well, first I think at a high level, Right. The, the, the value smart contracts or or uh, digital contract programmed on top of the blockchain, uh, you know, Ethereum is what comes to mind for me. And that was really the advent of the smart contract on top of a blockchain is uh, because it's on a blockchain, it's distributed. So everybody has a copy of the contract and can review it in real time. Thus, nobody can manipulate it. Uh, without every everybody agreeing. Um, so it's a digital contract. It's programmed into a blockchain. There's no central authority, right? There's no central trust party. So I think of, as we talk about a global economy or global business operations, how do you create trust when you're doing business with somebody you don't know? I think that's where a smart contract programmed on the blockchain um really comes in from a value proposition standpoint. And then on the front end, kind of as you mentioned before the break, you program it on the front end, and it could be, um, you know, think of DocuSign to some degree, but it it Mm -hmm. takes DocuSign to a whole nother level in that it's programmed up front, if this, then that. This needs to happen. And so uh, it could be a real estate transaction. It could be a contract to pay somebody. It could be uh, between a seller and a buyer, and and before that contract even starts to move, all parties have a copy of it on the front end. All parties can verify out on the blockchain what's happened, when it happened. And the, it, once a smart contract is put into motion, so to speak, it can't be changed. Uh, and because it's stored on a non-central um, ledger, right? Uh, you think of distributed ledger. Uh, it's not a central database. And so it, it really removes, um, it, it really improves or creates trust because nobody has access to change it and nobody's holding one central database. Okay, good. I think that really is, is helpful to, to understand the value of this. Now, you also wrote to me, and we only have a couple minutes left, but you wrote to me about uh, the merging of Ethereum. And so you've kind yeah. of you kind of built up Ethereum as being something that is really useful in this area. So what is this merger that we're likely to hear more about in the news over the next month? Yeah, so um, the Ethereum, it's called Ethereum 2.0 or, or the merge. It's an upgrade, basically, of the Ethereum blockchain um, started the the first uh, the first piece of this started back in December of uh, December 2020, but in in layman's terms, uh, Ethereum is going from using miners 
or mining machines to verify transactions. So a proof of work to proof of stake. So uh, the, the value this brings is it improves speed and scalability. And so I think back to last May when Visa and MasterCard announced that they were testing their networks on top of the Ethereum blockchain. Think about the amount of transactions that happens uh, in a second or even in a minute with Visa and MasterCard. Um, when you have mm-hmm. blockchains like Bitcoin or Ethereum where there's miners or people validating everything that happens on the network, uh, it's slow. And so this upgrade will allow more transactions or more throughput on the network um, and hopefully allows adoption of the network. Okay, so so uh, so we'll see that. So if I'm not currently in use, if I'm not currently using uh, cryptocurrency of any kind, will I see any difference yep. out there? What will it, what what will be different for me? Nothing. No. The, Nothing. The, the average. No. The average person. It'll be Ethereum. Will, you know. It, no. It'll be the same to, after the upgrade as it is today. From a uh, somebody looking to buy it or looking at the space. It's really the behind the scenes network upgrade is really what it is. It's an improvement right. to the to the back end. But it would help with those uh with those uh contract with that those contracts, those uh the, the those contracts that but it will help it'll help with the execution of that. Okay, well that that actually helps me understand a little bit about what the use value of, of crypto is. And to me that crypto why why should we care about crypto? That actually does feel like a very promising way to think about it. Hey, Chase, we're out of time today, so I, I, we'll get you back. We'll get you back in a, a couple months, and and uh, we'll do more of this because I know everybody is interested. I get lots of good questions on this as well. Chase Larson from St. Cloud Financial Credit Union, we thank you for uh, spending time with us. Look at our Twitter feed at Pound KBRS. You got a link to his Facebook page as well. Thank you as well for listening. We'll talk to you next week here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance 
or would like to support the life-saving work of pro-life across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. Hi, John Wichko here. As the owner of Advantage Auto Glass, I want to thank you for supporting our local family-owned business. In fact, we've grown because of you. So we've hired more certified technicians so we can serve more Minnesotans. I want to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed now. You've put it off long enough. We'll even come to your home or work anywhere in the metro to save you time. Advantage Auto Glass has an A-plus rating with the BBB, and we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. You get that distinction with over 20 years of experience. Tell your insurance agent that you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass, or better yet, give us a call and we'll handle all the paperwork with no out-of-pocket costs to you. Every windshield we install is backed by a lifetime warranty. Just call Advantage Auto Glass today, and we'll take care of everything. And don't forget, you can always schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For chips, mixed for cracks, call Advantage Auto Glass. The Biz 14.